Coming home from Elon, North Carolina. Winthrop falling on the road 63-61. to Dave Friedman, Mike Pacheco. Glad you're listening here. An exciting ball game. But unfortunately, Winthrop had a couple chances to win the game. Couldn't close it out, Dave. It negates a 23-point effort by DJ Burns. And there were two, like, circus, crazy shots at the both of end both of uh, the both the end half the end of both halves that uh, ended up being one of the differences in the ball game for for Elon. Yeah, the game had a lot. Um, Winthrop looked like they were in control in the first half. They led by a dozen, and it just kind of looked like they were better. Just had had more better players. Were confident. Were playing better. Elon was turning the ball over a lot. And Winthrop was up eight with about 10 seconds to go in the first half. Elon drove to the rack and a guy tried to dunk it over Winthrop's Corey Hightower and came up short. Winthrop cleared the ball, rushed it up court. The player went down behind the play and, and never made it up to transition a defense. Winthrop missed a shot with about three, four seconds to go, and Elon cleared the rebound, and now they're off and running, but they don't really have very much time, and the referees stop action because of the injured player. They let the athletic trainer go out and tend to the injured player, and that lets Elon set up a set play from about 55 feet, and they hit a three right Mm. at the buzzer. And then at the end of the game, Winthrop went probably... 15 minutes, 12 minutes from towards the end of the first half into midway through the second half where they just had no rhythm no on offense. offense. Yeah. Just it, it, There was nothing going on. It was clunky. And they never dug themselves that big a hole because the defense was pretty good. Elon's offense wasn't overly effective. And Elon went up like four or five. I think they were up by as many as six. Pat Good hit two big threes to cut it to one possession games. And Winthrop had the ball down one with about 20 seconds to go. Throw it right into DJ Burns. Goes to work. Scores. Gives Winthrop the lead with nine seconds to go. Elon uses a timeout. Then they get the ball in. They rush it to midcourt. Seven seconds to go. They use their last timeout. Yep. Winthrop calls timeout to look at what Elon has set up. And then Elon runs a play. There's dribble penetration against Russell Jones. I don't know that Russ was beaten on the play. And Pat Good was there to kind of jab at the driver. But Corey Hightower felt that, or it seemed as though he felt that Russ was beaten he helped out, yep. leaving his man, and Elon made the right basketball play, pitching it to the wing or to the corner to, to the guy that was open. A kid who had hit 1-3 the entire season, yeah. buried it to win the game. Yeah, heartbreaking to have it happen at the end of both halves. I thought Winthrop coach Mark Prosser said it really succinctly in the postgame show. We shouldn't have been in that situation. Yeah. I, I, I mean... They let a 12-point lead in the first half slip away. Yep. Just, Winthrop shouldn't be in 63-61 games against Elon 
right now. Elon might end up being a good or a competitive CAA team. Last year, they had a terrible run between mid-December and February with COVID. They lost yeah. like eight games in a row, and they came storming down the stretch, and they were playing really good ball, and they made it to the CAA title game, and something like that might happen this year. But but right now, Winthrop, I think, is further along, mm. and Winthrop shouldn't score 63 points in a game. Right, Winthrop right. should score 75 points in a game, 80 points in a game. And, and if, if if Chase Claxton plays tonight, maybe Russell Jones isn't in the game right. at the end. Or maybe DJ Burns doesn't pick up his third foul right. when he does. The, I mean... Chase not playing, and I know he averages whatever, five points and five rebounds a game. He's such a key defensive cog in so many ways. Maybe you don't press tonight as much because Chase is that guy at the back of the press that erases things, and he's got those long arms, and you know, guys are going to miss games. That's the nature of the season. There are injuries, there are illnesses, yada, 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 but it's one you'd like back. It's one where I think Winter was the better team. I think they should have won. It is a disappointing loss. Disappointing loss. You know, there were. I mean, there were some good things. T.J. Burns was terrific. Twenty-three points. Um, T.J. and Kelton were very good offensively, yeah. and Pat Good hit a few big shots. Other than those three guys. And maybe Mike Anuba, I'd need to go back and watch really carefully. Maybe he was very good defensively, but nobody else stuck out and played particularly well. And it's the second time this year. I think Corey Hightower's missed two games because of injuries, which means he's played in nine games. And in seven of them, he's either played pretty good, okay, or really, really good. And he's played two bad games at Coastal and this one. And Winthrop has lost those two games. Yeah. I mean, you hate to think it'd be that simple, but it's almost that simple. Well, you said, I don't know if it was on the air or off the air, or maybe it was both. They need another guy. It's yeah, great they, that DJ's having right, right. a big well, game. Well, and Patrick Good had 12 points, but they didn't have that third score. I mean, Kelton Telford, again, had another great game in the post. He's continuing to develop, and he's going to be you know, a great five-man. But they needed that third, and this is the reason why they're in the 60s. They needed another third and fourth scorer in double figures. And they're getting so little out of wings other than Pat Good. I mean, coming into the year, you thought they had this glut of guards, and we saw Cameron Whiteside go down with an injury in the preseason, and Tanari Lane seems as though he's probably redshirting, and... You just aren't getting a lot out of Josh Corbin and Sincere McMahon right now. And you feel like you're dependent on Corey giving you, you know, 10 or 12 or 14 points. And if he gives you zero like he did tonight, somebody has to step up right. and make up for that. And in the wins, those people have stepped up. Absolutely. It's just in this in, the, in this situation tonight... It was really, you know, DJ Burns or Bust. And remember, he picked up his third foul early in the second half, and he sat for, I don't know, what, three, four minutes, yep. three, four, five minutes. And that was one of the stretches where Elon was able to pull away a little bit. I mean, they really chipped into that Winthrop lead. You know, it was only five points at the half. Now, and then the, and Winthrop just, and to your point, though, Winthrop in that first eight, ten minutes of the second half, 
they, they had no scoring options. It's interesting Nobody was scoring. to think about the team. Somebody called me this morning and said, what do you think? And I said, I don't know. I have no read game to game yeah. on what to expect right now. I, I don't know about individual players game to game, and I don't know about the team collectively. They are now 1-5 in five yeah. on the road. Now, most of those games are games they're not supposed to win. Right. Now, the win at Washington counts as a road game. Obviously, you're 3,000 miles from home, <laughs> yeah. but we had been there for five days. Right, right. It wasn't like you have to get acclimated right. to things. I mean, we've been practicing there yeah. all week. Yep. Now, losing at Middle Tennessee State, losing at Coastal Carolina, you know, you want to win those games, but they're in bigger conferences. They right. have bigger, more athletic guys. This one from an Elon team, which, being very, very honest about it, had struggled mightily. Mm-hmm. You know, they're capable. They were in the conference yeah. championship. They were a little bit longer. Year. They were a little. They had a little more height. But, but that's a big South game. And, and maybe it's better to lose this game, a non-conference game, in December than it would be to a similar big South team sure. in January or February. But it, but essentially, that's a big South team, and that's a big South game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I, I think they had more height at deeper down the bench than a big South team would have. But from a starting five perspective, similar. Yeah. I mean, like, if Elon played in the Big South, I would expect them to be 500-ish. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe they're a top four team in the Big South. They beat High Point, or they, they lost a close game against High Point. They yeah. beat Winthrop. I mean, they've played a really hard schedule. They've played a bunch of high majors and mid-majors. But, I mean, I don't think they come into the Big South and they go... 12 and 4. Right. I think they're right. a 9 and 7, 8 and 8 yeah. Big South team. That's about right. And, and I think those are the Big South teams that we're hoping, maybe expecting Winthrop to more often than not be. Yeah. Well, and I think the way the schedule had laid out after we got started and looked at what Elon was doing, you, you felt like you could slide this one into the win column. Certainly we're hopeful. But, it, I mean, like, it's not that big a deal. I mean, the the road to the NCAA tournament is through the Big South and through the Big South tournament. We've, we've known that from the beginning. I believe firmly that the win against Furman and the win against Washington means if you are lucky to make it through the Big South tournament, you're going to avoid Dayton, Ohio in the playing game yeah. by virtue of those two wins alone. So... When it's all said and done, does this potentially cost you a, a 14? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe you also learn something about your team. Sure. Ma- ma- maybe you tinker with something, you make a slight adjustment, and that enables you to win games later on. I mean, the, the preseason is designed to learn. No doubt about it. And this is a good opportunity. You know, after the Washington State game, it was kind of a wake-up call. Not that this is a wake-up call, but... You know, you, I think it's just a reminder that they have to play harder than their opponent. Not to say they didn't play as hard as Elon, but I think they were a little flat coming out of the... And this isn't the first time we've seen this. A little flat coming out of the halftime break. Yeah, the, the offense just was it's, uncharacteristically kind like of... Like I told you at the... Uh, I think it was during halftime. Or it was later in the game because we were talking about the, the walk it back, the sponsor feature we have. If you can go back into a game and change something... Walk to campus, walk it back. That's right, that's right. Walk, walk to campus, back. live the close life. Yeah, well, you don't have your reader on. That's really impressive. But um, but, but I said, you know, I said, hey, if Winthrop doesn't win this game, 
I could see that, that play at the yep. end of the half yep. that McIntosh hit because they went from down eight and okay, you know, we're, we're kind of in this game, but you know, we're not really playing great. We're down by eight. All of a sudden, oh, we just hit a buzzer beater. Yep. We're down five. We got yep. this. And they score at the beginning of the yeah. the, the half. second half, and all yeah. of a sudden, it's a one possession game. Yeah. We're on our way home from Elon, North Carolina. Winter falling on the road at Elon 63-61. You heard us talking about the game and how, you know, it's you know one of those things where we don't have any really say in the game, obviously, right? I mean, we're not. What? We, yeah, I know. We don't factor in the game plan. We, we don't do anything on the court. But, but you, you just feel kind of bad because this one felt like should have been, could have, should have, could have, would have been a win. Ended up in the lost column. But, you know, they'll regroup. They'll be fine. I will say this, though. This was both our first visit to the Shar Center, which is about a four-year-old building. They had a donor that put in about, what, $13 million, yep. uh, for the building. And it is it's state-of-the-art. It's for, for a college really building. nice. Now, there's no one at the five, game. We've been at some Power 5 places. Yep. Those are two of the best video boards I've seen. They were in the end zones instead of, you know, hung at center court. But they were amazing. Un- I mean, they were NFL caliber yeah. video boards. They are large. They are crystal clear. If you walked kind of back into the bowels of the facility, their production room where, where they're doing a lot of the video stuff, it looked like what you would see at an ACC yeah. or an SEC. Yeah. Yeah. They clearly no doubt. have done it right. And yep. again, there's no one at the game. The team isn't great, but the facility is, it's big time. And, you know, it's one thing to see that, and I expect it, and it's there at VCU and mm-hmm. Old Dominion. But, I mean, we'll go to High Point in a couple of weeks. Yeah, they'll be it, similar. Is your expectation? My expectation, it'll be just as good as that. Wow. Maybe, maybe not the video boards. I think there'll be video boards. I think they'll be good. But I bet everything else is on par with what Elon's done. Uh, it, it's Don't really, you agree? I don't know. I mean, like... I. My, my expectation of a low major, really nice gym is what's at Campbell, right. and I think that's I, I love that facility. I think it's a it's a really really. Good but they're facility. seeking a bunch of dough, not just for an on-campus facility, but this is also going to be used for events. Yeah, and I think it's it's, it's going to be part of a convention center. Yeah, bells and whistles. So I, I think it's going to be state of the art. I yeah. think it's going to be a little bit nicer in, in, in a lot of. Areas I mean, I guess Campbell is what ten years old now. Something probably like that. some maybe ten to twelve. Yeah, but yeah. I, and when and, they built it, it was right. And this is the modern version of right. that. I mean, yeah. it's it, but when we came into the Big South. But you don't know, think with facilities though, it's like. It's obsolete the minute you open it because someone's right. got something in the design process that's a little bit better, and when it opens, it's going to be better than your building. Yep. It's almost like quarterback contracts. Yep. Yep. But I, it was fun. It was, I mean, I hate that it was a loss. When we came into the Big South, though, there were only eight teams in the league. Winthrop's facility was better than all of them except Liberty. maybe Liberty. Yeah. And Liberty has since dumped that facility yeah, and, built and a opened one. a new one. Yeah. And now... Well, High Point's got a new building. High Point's got a new building. Campbell came back to the league with a new building. Asheville has a new Asheville's got a new building. building. 
I have not been to A and T. I don't I have know what that either. facility yeah, is. I, I've like. never been there, believe it or not. Um, and this was our first visit to Elon. I had never been to Elon. I'd never been there, and it's, I mean, it exceeded my expectations. Totally. Now, something not new and not modern. We had huh. lunch today. Well, it's new to me. It was new to you, but it in fact is not. You'd new. been there before, or no? I had been there a couple of times yeah. before. Zach's uh, dogs in in Burlington. Burlington's only maybe ten minutes from Elon, and, and you enjoyed a place that's been serving hot dogs in great numbers for a long, long time. If you've been following along to the Bearded Carcast since the early days, it you know, obviously, I think. To some extent, we've developed, I wouldn't say a reputation, but if you looked at the number of places we go to, um, it's probably a higher number of barbecue joints just because of where we are in the South. Right. And I, but, but that's not a requisite. I mean, that's we're not looking for barbecue joints. We're looking for a you know, place that exemplifies the area, maybe is a little bit of hometown. Great food is, is part of that requisite, too. And sometimes it's just niche you know and not i don't mean necessarily like in the from an ethnicity standpoint but this was a small town place that's been around you know for what eight almost 90 years and you know it's it's low um what's the right word because i don't i don't mean this in an insulting way but it's not a uh inexpensive no it, it's i mean it, it's not gourmet it's not you're not going there to nope. to, to you know to get the shrimp club going there to get you know, an honest meal yeah, I mean, it's hamburgers, it's really hot dogs, that's what they're known for, they're known for dogs, burgers, you can get a chicken sandwich, they, I think, I don't, I'd have to go back and double check the menu, I think it was a breakfast all day kind of place, or at least... No, they have breakfast, I've never been there for breakfast, but it, it definitely But they had a breakfast joint day. too, it's not all day, okay, but they had the griddle there, but anyway, but Dave, I'll tell you, for what it was... First of all, let's go back to the dollar. I mean, it was like two bucks for a hot dog. It was less. I think it, it was but like, the loaded hot dog. I think was two bucks. No, no. It, it, a hot dog with anything you want is like a dollar eighty-seven, which must mean plus tax or whatever. Sure, it's sure, two dollars. Sure. Like yeah. it's, it's it's two dollars, yeah. and that includes chili. And yeah. they're kind of known for their for the chili. chili, yeah, and their hot sauce. But I thought it was amazing too, and you called this because you've been there before. But not only is it like quick, I mean, not only is it good, it's quick. We like, sat down. We had our four, food four I minutes. Was seated. Yeah. They asked if we were ready. We had the audacity. Well, to t- turn them away twice. To ask for a menu. <laughs> like, like when we I know, asked like, what are you for doing? a menu, I thought the guy was gonna lose. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, I thought he was gonna stab you in the or punch yeah. you in the face. What did you think of the chili? I loved it. I thought the chili was good. I had the chili dog with bacon. Yeah, with bacon. Oh, my God. With bacon. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's a DA drop. But no, Think it, about that. But it was with bacon. A hot dog. Right. With chili, chili and, and slaw bacon. in bacon. It was... It really was... I think, it was the, pretty I think strong. the bacon cost you an extra quarter 50 or, cents something. or something. 50 yeah. cents or something, yeah. Well, and the burger was good, too. I, I got it all the way, so that meant it had coleslaw and... and uh, and they say they serve at least a thousand hot dogs a day. And, and the, the the worker, the guy that was working the counter, told us that that was probably up like an average or low day. Like yeah. they, they do they do better than that. But it, it it just if if you like you know different experiences or if you like small town Americana, I mean this was a great place. And you know the guy that owned it came over from Greece. Uh, they have 
you know, he kind of worked in different odd jobs, different cities, and then finally moved to, he heard of an opening of a, uh, a, a, a weenie restaurant in Burlington, North Carolina. I think he was living in Chapel Hill, Raleigh. And so he jumped at the chance to buy it, and, you know, it's been in the family three generations. Yeah, it's a, it's a total classic. And again, no one is telling you that this is gourmet food. No, this if isn't diners, eat, dive-ins, and drives. Yeah, you know. and if you eat there a lot, your waist might show <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, well, we have to give, so our buddy Gary McCann, who used to cover Winter for the Rock and, Herald. And, and Gary's from Burlington. And Gary's from Burlington. That's, that's what put you onto the place originally. Right, I mean, Gary used to talk about it. And, and they now have what I will call normal hours. But Gary's yeah. stories, and I don't know if it was this location or not, when he was originally working I think it there. was the one that was around the corner. It might have been. But, but when Gary graduated from UNC, I believe his first job, if I'm not mistaken, was at the Burlington, North Carolina yeah. newspaper, his hometown. And he would get several hot dogs before he went into yeah. work and several when work ended. And, and I believe that Maybe his, one or two while work was going on? Perhaps a couple while... And I don't think this was like a once a week yeah, type yeah. thing. I think <laughs> it was more than that. And, and we love Gary. And love he is Gary. just a But think a about classic. it, right? In, in, our, in this day and age, we, I don't know, it was like maybe two fifty three dollars for the hamburger and a buck fifty or a buck seventy five for a hot dog. What do you think it was when he graduated from college? Like, well, it's, it's funny you said that because uh, I was texting with him and he was very jealous that we were at yeah. Zach's and he, uh, you know, you and I have talked about the cost of it. Yeah. And uh, he said that he used to get, was it three, I'm looking up my text message now, three dogs and three a fries yeah. when when he went, let me just double Three check dogs that. and a fries. Right. I had two dogs and a half of a fry. Right. We split the fries. We split the fries. Well, we, we thought we ordered two fries. We were kind of, we talked about it in front of the guy, and I think he misunderstood and just brought one. But it was fine. He it, said, it, this is what McCann said. Reminds me of midnight Fridays after covering high school football. Three all the way with fries. And I said, yeah, for about $2.50. And he said, two fifty. Back in the day, you could have gotten 10 dogs for that. <laughs> I, and that's probably right there, probably a quarter. But you know, it's, I don't know if you noticed this. On the menu, now you have to give them a little bit of warning. You can't just show up and ask for this. But you can call ahead and they will uh, they will put everything together for you and then you can go home and like cook them at home. And okay. Okay. Now, th this to me is a factor and it's a question. If you're making a hot dog for yourself or for John, right. it's July 4th, yeah. or you just guys decide, you know, just grab yeah. some hot dogs right, from right, the market, right, right. we're going to make them. Yeah. How do you make them? How do you cook them? How do I cook them? Well, so I do, there's uh, three different ways I, I cook hot dogs. My preferred method is to grill them on the outdoor grill. Okay. Uh, and I like to turn them constantly, so I don't like a like a charred all the way around you know I don't mind a little bit of char on there but you gotta have you know I like it where it's more constant okay uh, now you gotta remember I, I'm also a former I don't know if you're ever a former I think once you're a short order cook you're always a short order cook but uh, you know I learned on like a stovetop griddle like a restaurant style griddle so you know cut slice the hot dog 
uh, like maybe two, three slices on top, flip yep. it over, do the, and then uh, I do that on the grill too, by the way. Okay. Uh, and then put a little butter on the grill, and then on the on the indoor grill, and then you uh, keep rolling them. Same principle, you know, don't want them to get too charred. But, but you hey, you're a house. You don't have a big flat top, do you? No. Well, I, I'll use a pan. I do have a fl I do have a a, uh, a steel made griddle which covers the okay. area, so I can do that. We haven't done that yet. And then the third way. There's actually four ways you can do it. The third way is uh, you can boil water and drop them in there. Right. Or you can microwave them. Uh, John, there was a time where he didn't like it any other way than boiled. So we boiled for a while. But I think we've gotten back to the point where we'll, we'll do them on the grill or we'll put them in a pan. Because if you do it with the pan and butter, what's really good too is then you butter the uh, bun and uh -huh. then you put the bun on the either the stove the stove top or you know of course the pan whatever you're cooking with and then you get a nice you know that that kind of toasted butter flavor on the roll and you, you flip it over you get both sides and then it, it kind of heats inside so that the bun is you know kind of nice and warm but a little bit a little bit soft and then you put the hot dog on there and it's good to go okay so on the way leaving Zach's yeah. and going to the game I asked you how often you eat hot dogs a year yeah and you said well like maybe 20 20 times a year 20 times a year maybe I don't know and, and how many of those are at a ballpark um see I'm real picky about my ballpark hot dogs uh, I'm not gonna name any places there's some places where I will not get their hot dogs because I don't like them but you know I mean you know f you know Fenway Frank if I'm going to f Red Sox game I'll probably I don't know one a game I mean I, I don't I'm not gonna like crunch five of them See, I probably only eat hot dogs three times a year, something like that. And I like hot dogs, but it's not what I want to be eating day in and day out. But I have a very, very strong preference on how they're cooked. And it's not so much how they're cooked, it's how they shouldn't be cooked. I don't like them boiled. Yeah. My grandmother liked them yeah. boiled. I think that's freaking crazy. Well, it's I just, easy. It's easy. And, and I don't and like... And it's not a lot of mess. I basically don't like anything microwaved. I don't really yeah. think that's actually... No, 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 no. But that but is a way people would prepare. I would. 100%. I would 100%. Not but I think a grilled hot dog is tasty. You get yep. the right um, texture. Yep. And, and, and I'm with you. Any old hot dog doesn't excite me. Right. But, but the right hot dog does. Now... Obviously, we live in the southeast, and when you go to a place like Zach's, you eat it the way that it's meant yeah. to be eaten there with now, all that. Now, also, so what I was getting at and got sidetracked, it, for, for, for those that have been following along and paying attention to the to the our, our shenanigans over the years, it reminded me a little bit of the place that we went to in um, in Alabama, in, uh, in Montgomery. Yes, yeah, and I think that's a pretty good yeah. um, thing. And speaking of shenanigans... You were amused when I said at the top of the broadcast today and coming up on our Founders Federal Credit Union yeah. pregame show, we'll talk to Winthrop guard Drew Bugs, yeah. Winthrop coach Mark, Mark Prosser. Prosser stops yeah. by. We'll have our York County Natural Gas Keys to the Game, to the game yeah. our starting lineups presented by... I don't actually remember who they're presented by. <laughs> right, but they're presented by they're the presented sponsor. by yeah. someone that's valuable and we love. And we won't talk to Elon coach Mike Schroggy because he blew us off. He blew us off, yeah. <laughs> I, that was I mean, it's true. It's true. He 
he, he was very busy. It's a rare win when we get blown up. He had he had things he had things he pop busy. up. Well, yeah, he had things popped up. And, he only know. had you know a hundred and some hours between his last right. games. He couldn't take right. four minutes right. out to talk to right. us. Right. Well, it class happens. act. It happens. Class two. It happens. So what do you like on your hot dog? So I like uh, chopped, really finely chopped, maybe diced onions. Okay. A little bit of mustard. Uh-huh. What type of mustard? Uh, well, it's got to be, well, if, if, if I'm being specific, it's a yellow French's mustard. mustard. Okay. Mustard. Here I am with a Boston accent just came out. Mustard. I like my mustard. Um, onions and mustard. Onions and mustard. Uh, if I'm at a cookout, probably a little bit of relish. Okay. Um, now, as I have kind of expanded southward and waistline, <laughs> uh, I do enjoy chili on the hot dog. You do? I do enjoy that. Uh, I'd never had bacon, I don't think, on a hot dog, so I think I like the chili-bacon combo. You did? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, a little bit of um, shredded sharp, uh, sharp cheese or cheddar. Uh, a little shredded cheese is not bad. I don't mind that. A little coleslaw on there, I'm okay with. I, now, I will say this. I have done this. It, this isn't something... Cause, um, I had. Uh, I think one of my aunts used to do this. And I know this is a very controversial subject. Uh, I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me. It's not my cup of tea. I, I wouldn't do it normally. Uh, but I have, uh, on occasion, have had uh, ketchup on my hot dog. Not Not regularly. I don't do it often. But I have seen it done. Yeah. I don't like ketchup on there. And while if it's the native thing to do, I will eat chili on it. I would really prefer to eat my bowl of chili sure. separate yeah. from my hot dog. Which is something yeah. I probably could have considered yeah. ordering today. But that that's what they're known for. And I'm good with that. Um, definitely not, not putting on ketchup. No ketchup. And I like mustard preferably with a little... You like a Dijon. Bite to it. Yeah, yeah Dijon yeah. is yeah. good. Or even a... Uh, like a honey mustard? Honey mustard is yeah. good. Or, or something with a little more... Something a little more involved than your your typical... Now, I will get excited I, if this is the case. Particularly if you go to like a, a short order type of place. But you gotta have the butter toasted roll. I'm good with that. I yeah, like yeah. a toasted bun. Yeah. I, I think that's... Bun. You that's can do, preferable. but what's good about the toasted bun is it, it it works in different things too. Like you could do if you like tuna fish, you could do that. If you do like a lobster roll or a clam Definitely. roll, you could. It, it's very versatile. Absolutely. But you know the uh, the rolls that they serve here are kind of the side cut, I would call it. In in New England, they would have the the top was cut. Yes, that's true. That makes it a little bit easier to 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 uh, grill on. You know, put on a like a right, like right a griddle or a uh, a pan. Oh, and I also uh, I'll toast on the grill. So when the, yeah when the hot dog's getting ready to be fully agree. Yeah, I'll do like maybe 30, 45 seconds aside. Get a nice little uh, you know a nice texture on there. A little little bit of a char, not a lot, but that it's toasted. And then uh, and then the inside's warm too. It's good to go. Good to go. And if you're still listening. <laughs> if you're still listening. Thank you. Thank you. And do you have any advice on what we should be doing next week in Jackson, Mississippi? We're going to Jackson. Winthrop is playing Mississippi State in Jackson, Mississippi next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. We're leaving Monday. We'll be there Tuesday. I hope Ben Howland doesn't blow us off because I have been a fan of his 
for a long, have long time. we had back-to-back blow-offs? I'm sure we have somewhere old, like, yeah, along I don't the line. But, That's um, unusual. Ben Howland was at Northern Arizona. His team led the country in offense. He left for Pittsburgh. They led the country in defense. He left for UCLA. He went to three Final Fours. Didn't win a national championship mm. and got fired. And now he's at Mississippi State. And they are... They play big boy basketball. They, they, they yeah. play go get the ball, rebound like like SEC teams are supposed to rebound. And it'll be a... It'll be a fight for Winthrop Tuesday, and we'll see. I, I mean, I, I believe if Winthrop plays their best, if they are fully healthy, that they can compete with those teams. And I think we saw that at Washington. Yep. And if they play like they did tonight, I think they're going to lose by a, a big number. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Well, follow along on Twitter. It's at Bearded Carcast. We want to send us an email. I know Dave likes to check it every six months. BeardedCarCast at Outlook.com. BeardedCarCast at Outlook.com. All right. Good night, everybody. Or good afternoon, however time of day you're listening.